This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Bang your head, Peter. Let's go. Come on. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. Jerry Recco is uh, off today, going mm-hmm. down to uh, the Nationals ballpark. Peter Schwartz joins me. Are you familiar with Metallica, Peter? Uh, yes, Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman. Oh, right, yes. from the Yankee days. Yes. This song, by the way, I was just reading. Uh, this song was uh, just used in uh, Stranger Things, that Netflix uh, series. Not familiar with it. You've heard of it or not <laughs> even heard, heard of I've it? I've heard of it. I don't watch it. You're aware it exists. Yes. You just don't partake. I don't, I don't partake. All right. Well, uh, it was on the uh, finale, I guess, mm-hmm. of Stranger Things. And then after the finale, it had 17 million Spotify downloads. Wow. That's Pretty a cool. popular song. That's what you want to do is to get in Stranger Things now because there was that Kate Bush song, mm-hmm. Climbing Up That Hill. That also <laughs> got very popular. Is it a good Stranger show? Things. I tried watching it in season one, mm-hmm. and I was scared. And I Stranger Things does not suck. You effing suck, you <laughs> lard ass. Of course, Carlin's a big fan, evidently. <laughs> I tried watching it, I was scared, and I shut it off. <laughs> I do not like scary programs. Me neither. No, I can't. Uh, I shut it off where there was like something coming through the wall, something living in the wall. I was like, goodbye. Uh, Not watching. No, no. no. But it's very popular. Yeah, I'd I'd rather stick to like naked gun movies or naked gun. Yeah, something, you know, funny crap like that. I like to stick with uh, murder documentaries. Mm. Uh, But to Stranger Things, I'm not, I don't like, because most of the time, murders. Occurs someone you know, like well, if you mm-hmm. ended up murder, Peter, we'd uh, we'd look at people who know you, right? It's not unless you're walking around New York City where we just murder people randomly on mm. the streets. For the most part, you will know your murderer. Yeah. So I enjoy watching those films because I'm not. I don't think I'm going to get murdered. But uh, Stranger Things, when there's like spirits and entities coming through the wall, that I'm out for. No, no, I'll pass. Not interested. I'll take a pass. You'll take a pass I'll on that? I'll take a pass. I will me. as well. I was just watching video of Edwin Diaz last night, you know, so he struck out the side, I believe, right? He did, and yes. Came down, and then he did a zip your lip sort of uh, the motion, to, I think, over to the Braves uh, dugout. They keep, you know, keep quiet over there. Yeah, zip your lips. Up. Now, I hope it doesn't come back to, to bite him. Well, he won't even pitch. Would he pitch tonight or no? If he could pitch back-to-back days. He could, but, but not three he, days he in a row. Pitch, did he pitch Sunday? I don't think he pitched Sunday. Yeah. I don't think he did. So, yeah, he could pitch back-to-back days. Remember, like, last year he was not great? Was it last year? No, he it was, was not, two, years two years ago. ago. He came on last year. Right, and he, now, when he came over from uh, the right. Mariners, and he was not great. Sometimes when you know players come over to New York, sometimes it takes a little bit of an adjustment yeah. to get used to things. But he's like, I love his entrance music. What's he using? Uh, I don't know what the name of it is, but it's that song with the trumpets. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I can't remember the name of the group. Edwin Diaz trumpet songs? It's, it's a trumpet song, whatever it is. I bet if I Google Edwin Diaz trumpets. Yeah. Edwin Diaz trumpets. Yeah, I bet you comes video. right up. It is... Uh... I've read it, uh, I've said it, and I can't remember uh, what it is. Um, hmm. 
me see if I can. What is the name? Narco by Blaster Jackson. There Timmy you go. Trumpet. Yes. All right. Yes. We'll come back with that. We'll rock it out, Peter. <laughs> we'll do Metallica. We'll do Trumpets. Oh, that's a, it's a good song. And I did see Pete Alonso. He's going to participate in the Home Run Derby. Two-time yeah, champion. Yes. And I, I don't think anybody's ever won three in a row. And oh. I think he would join Ken Griffey as the only one to do it, to win it three times, period. But nobody's won it three in a Is row. Is that right? Yeah. 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 I like uh, when guys participate in the Home Run Derby. But then I will also be the same guy here. I will show up here at 5 a.m. If after the All-Star break, he doesn't hit a home run for a little <laughs> while. And I will be complaining. Yeah. I think that's why Aaron Judge does not yes. want to go back. <laughs> unless the game is at Yankee Stadium and he said he would do it. There's some rumblings that Giancarlo Stanton, because he's from Los Angeles, he could participate. Yeah. They, so far, they've only announced Alonzo and Ronald Acuna are the two. It's just and the two of them. They're and just going to go at it. there's a report that Albert Pujols is going to do oh, it, but that, that right? has not been made official yet. But there seems to be some rumblings that Giancarlo Stanton is going to be in it as well. I'd love to have Ken Grivy Jr. back. You think he could still hit some home runs? <laughs> Just to take on Pete Alonzo. <laughs> <laughs> he loves this so much. It's amazing how much he has endeared himself to it after winning it the first time and then coming back. And you see him come up to the bat, you know, dancing to the music. and He really is enjoying himself. Yes. It's awesome to be just teeing off hitting home runs. And he invited Dave Jouse back to pitch to him. Who's this now? Now, he was the former Mets bench coach in the prior regime, and he was let go. He is now a senior advisor for the Washington Nationals. Oh, and he's going to pitch. He is going to pitch. Uh, so Pete Alonso called him and asked him if he would pitch to him because he was so comfortable with him last year, and he's going to do it again. So it's kind of interesting that you have somebody working for another team that's going to pitch to Alonso. Right, because he know he tees him up properly. Yeah. Would you? Who would you ask to pitch to you in the home run derby? Probably Evan, because I could probably hit home runs off of him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I need somebody who could really groove it in the same place every time. You yeah. Know? That's a, that's a, I would think that's stressful also. Right. Because you want to make sure the ball's in the right spot. Right. You want to yeah. give them nice pitches to hit because otherwise you're not giving up the home run ball. I see. Uh, are you pumped up for this Derek Jeter documentary? I go back and forth on it. What? I mean, I, as a Yankee fan, like, I, you know, I love Jeter. Um, I feel like I know the story. Is that right? I feel like you know, I feel like we heard enough about him and, and covering a lot of games. Like he wasn't really all that interesting to talk to. Sometimes he's very very boring kind of kind of guy. I, I guess I'll probably watch it, but it's not like like when I found out about it, it didn't like knock my socks off that I had to. Oh, I can't. I'm gonna you know not doing anything at all those days. It's on. You know I'm 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 done. It didn't excite me, but I'll wind up watching it. Were you excited about the Michael Jordan one? No. no. Did you watch it, though? I watched parts of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. But you weren't into it. You were like, this is uh, awesome. Because I lived through it. I lived through him killing the Knicks all those years. I didn't need to see it all over again. It was cool watching the uh, Pistons smack him around, though. Yeah. The the Met one was good. The... um, the thirty for thirty on the Mets eighty six team was, right. was 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 solid. That was a good. I but like you that knew one. that story. You were you lived but through I, that. Yeah, but yeah, but I. Well, how no, old a man are you, Peter? I am going to be fifty five years old okay. on Thursday. Yeah, so eighty six Mets. Yeah, but I was I was a kid at that point. I don't think I really knew too much about it. 
And we didn't have sports radio. Did we? No, sports well, radio started fan, 87. Fan would start the next year. Yeah. Um, I was I was in college when that was going on. So I, I was away from home, so I didn't really know a lot of the ins and outs about what went on during that year. So I enjoyed that because I think I learned some stuff from from that documentary. But I, th- I think the um, – I don't know. I'll watch the Jeter one. I'm a Yankee fan. I love Jeter playing, so I think I'll watch it. But I, it's not something that I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see that. Right. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I, they're they're doing one on the Ravens, aren't they? Doing one on the Ravens, um, the first Ravens team that won the Super Bowl. I think, the Ray so. Lu- I think they're doing. I think that might be interesting to watch. Yeah, only if they talk about Ray Lewis in Atlanta, <laughs> allegedly stabbing that his, guy. His induction speech is still going. <laughs> By the way, a couple of things came out about this Derek Jeter documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says A Rod was not a true friend. Hmm. A-Rod uh, gave an interview to Esquire in 2001 and then did an interview with Dan Patrick at the same time. And uh, I guess in that uh, in the Esquire and in the Dan Patrick interview, he was talking about how Jeter, you know, was surrounded by other great players. So it was, you know, he, he, it was different for A-Rod in that he was like the main guy on the Rangers that they had to pitch around. Yeah, but A-Rod chose to go to Texas. He came up with Seattle. He was around some pretty good players in Seattle. So I think he's kind of like talking out of both sides of his mouth. Was that right? Because he he took the money to go to Texas. You're the one who said, all right, let's leave Seattle where, you know, they they gave you your start and you're going to go off to Texas and they've got nobody else besides you. And now he's going to rip Derek Jeter because Jeter is surrounded by, you know, all – all those guys on that Yankee dynasty team, the O'Neills and Bernies of the world. So, no, I I can't take that seriously. And he also said there was uh, nothing that Jeter could do that he couldn't do better. Jeter's got more rings. Take that. By the way, Jeter also refuted the story that we heard years ago. <laughs> the basket, right? That uh, <laughs> Yes, that when Jeter would... Uh, have a romantic liaison with a lady that he would uh, send her home in a with a car service and in the car would be a gift basket with signed memorabilia. Yeah. He says that's a complete crap uh that he doesn't know where people came up with that. Uh he says that he uh, ran into a, a a young man in a some sort of deli or something the guy said, "Hey, jeets, I did I do that same thing you do. I send the girls home in a 
in a car with a <laughs> gift basket. <laughs> so you're an idiot if you believe that story. So who would make up that story? That's a pretty specific story about a gift basket. Yeah. In well, the car. I'm weird. guessing if I was Derek Jeter and I knew it was true, yeah. I'd probably deny it also just to try and save, save face because he's had, you know, he was so clean during his career. He never got in trouble. He was beloved. He was the captain. He won all those World Series. I mean, do you want that stain on your on your reputation? Well, we also heard that he uh, used to have uh, women sign non-disclosure agreements, contracts that they right. wouldn't be able to talk about their liaisons uh-huh. with him. And by the way, I've never heard one story of a woman who spent the evening with Derek Jeter. No. No. Kept it all undercover. How does no not unattended. one person come out with something? Now? Like, how about now? All the years later, I'm interested in hearing about it. I want to know what goes on <laughs> in Derek Jeter's Well, how long life. How long is the non-disclosure for? I think that's, <laughs> that's a that's good a, That's a question, they too. Like all this stuff forever. coming out about Vince McMahon now, too, right. after the non-disclosure stuff. It looked like Vince McMahon was paying off all sorts of women. I think it was seven. Seven? I thought I, th- I, thought I saw seven in that story. Oh, my. Oh, my. And one of them, supposedly, was a female wrestler, wrestler. back in the day. Yeah. I wonder who that was. I don't know. Have you ever met Vince McMahon? Uh, no. I met him. You did? Well, I did uh, I did radio for the the Hitmen in the first XFL in 2001. So I was the, the New York, New Jersey Hitmen's radio announcer. <laughs> so I... Uh, what I'm, station was that I, on? It was on WABC. Really? Yeah. All yeah. right. Um, <laughs> so I'm in Las Vegas for the first game. And... It was different than the NFL in that they allowed you to go in the locker room before the games. Like, you know, baseball, you can go in the locker room before the games, talk to the players and stuff. You can't do that in the NFL. It's not until after the game is over. But in the XFL, they let the media go into the locker room. So I can go in and go meet some of the players, check it out. You know. And I'm on the field, and Vince McMahon walks right by me, and I went up and introduced myself to him, and I had a very, very nice chat with him. But then again... You know, I'm of the male species, so right. I don't think he was very interested in that. Not interested. In yeah. Uh, I love that meme on the internet of Vince McMahon walking down to the ring where he's just popping. <laughs> <laughs> and people put Mike Francesa's head on it, too, you know. That's a great one. He um, he got jacked up. He did. Well, he, he was did. all roided up. But, he I mean, that was like a regular dude, right? Mm-hmm. Then he just got all jacked up. Then he had his kids wrestling, Shane and uh, Stephanie. Stephanie. Very much the family business. His wife was involved with stuff in the in the Attitude Era. Yeah, yeah. She got stunned a few times by Stone Cold Steve Austin. This is crazy. <laughs> but I, I'll say this: despite all of his issues, yeah, what he did with what his father started, and the way that he blew up the business, yeah. and made it global, it you you tip your hat to him. But obviously, he's got some other issues. He's got going some on. other issues, yeah, yeah, that are plaguing him. Sorry to go off course there. Oh no, all good about Peter. I would love to hear when you meet uh, large celebrities like Mr. Vince McMahon. <laughs> let's take a break here. We come back a little. Uh, let's do. I got some Jets items here. I've got uh, mm. one, two, three. Well, two Jets items. Then I've got a couple other things, including a strange Starbucks story. And then Boomer and Geo will be here at six a.m.